Hi, John. How's it going? Ho- hello, Aiden, my my lovely co-host. It's great here in, here in the in the new year of 2021. New year, new season, new half of the comic. New act. New act. It, it's crazy how new this is. It's it's bonkers. Yeah. New new Patreon. <laughs> I think that's supposed new, to be up. New when, Patreon. When oh, you, you you broke the secret. You dropped the secret. That's right, listeners. The Patreon may or may not be real at this point. Uh, it, it should be. It should, it should be. be. It should be unless like something horrible happens and and it's not up for any dumb reason. But it should be up. Uh, so if you feel like supporting us, go check it out. I'm sure there's lots of crazy stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> or at least plans for it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Definitely check out the Twitter. Uh, there should be more information about the Patreon on there. But you know, we're we're probably we, we after the last episode, after that 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 moment that we shared, we might be in this in the long run. So maybe. So we're. I know we're definitely gonna be past the point of like the one year anniversary of the comic. So that that <laughs> that SoundCloud premium payments creeping up on us. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. <laughs> It would be nice if we could just make this like a self-sufficient thing. I think is the, yeah, the philosophy yeah, that, behind it. That's the gist of it. So, uh, mm-hmm. if you guys like listening to us and you have a little extra money, go check out the Patreon. If yeah, if you free. don't, I don't care. But if you do, I'll say your name during during an episode. It'll be crazy. Personal shoutouts, other yeah. rewards, so many things. It's crazy. It's like Christmas in here. <laughs> Uh yeah, um, I completely completely blanked out. Never was gonna say. Yeah, I I don't I don't know why, but but something feels off right now, and I can't place what it is. Well, one thing is that I am as we are recording this, I am currently back at my parents' house for the holidays again, so it probably my mic probably sounds a little bit different. I made sure that I am I am on the correct microphone input, so. No laptop mic disasters this time, uh, but if it sounds a little bit different, that's why. This is closet number two in the grand scheme of closets I have recorded these in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something's off with the vibe with me. I don't know what it is. I can't explain why I'm feeling this way. I think it, I feel like... I think it might Sorry. be because I, I left the house today and was, like, in society... And it kind of spooked me a little bit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I you really do live in one. I, I I went I went to to downtown in my local city, uh, and I I got some I got some curry with rice, and huh. and it was nice. I ate outside with with my cousin and my former roommate. It was crazy. It was nice. Pretty cool. But uh, I, cool. I saw lots of people without masks, and it was kind of nerve wracking. And <laughs> <laughs> living in the city is just a it's, it's just a hellscape constantly. Uh, just going outside and seeing people without masks, or seeing seeing those little like houses that they build for out outdoor dining. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, man, at what point do we have to? Does the state have to step in and re-regulate that? Because that's not indoor. That's not outdoor dining anymore. Yeah. You just bit a little. You just bit a little house on the sidewalk, my guy. Come on. I was gonna say though. I feel like another reason the vibe feels off for me today is 
This reading was weird for me. I, uh, I'm gonna agree with you. I I got so used to like the 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 vibe and the feelings of the first half. It was like a it was like a nice trip down memory lane. And now in this reading, uh, it feels like things are happening too fast. Some some concepts are introduced a little too quickly than I remember, and it's kind of it's kind of freaking me out. Um, it, I, I, I feel like another reason why the vibe is off is because Andrew Hussey just announced a new project, like, a couple days ago from, from when we're recording this, uh... I haven't watched the trailer for it. You yet. haven't watched the trailer? There, no, I'm, there's I'm, some... Va- I'm, I'm awful, I'm slacking off, I haven't seen it yet. The, it came out when I was, when I was playing stuff with people, and I was like, I'll watch it afterwards, and I never did. I can't believe that you haven't watched it. You, do you, do you know the, of course you know, the, the really stupid... Um, gun twirling scene in in Metal Gear Solid Three. Fuck yeah! Hussey like straight up like reanimated it with with one of his new characters that's gonna be in this new project. And the, Hideo Kojima was in the trailer. Uh, one of the characters had a poster of of Venom Snake on the wall. Do Do you think Do you think that we could just like have like I could just go watch it right now and then have Alex skip to after I finish watching? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Because other, otherwise, I feel like it'd be a horrible failure. What's what? Send me the link to it. Okay. All right, and uh, we're back. Um, that was weird. Yeah, it, <laughs> it 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 is quite literally just a slideshow of nothing, and. I don't know. I'm excited. It's. I am. I am interested in this. I. I my first thoughts that come to mind is I like the 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 return to like very basic Hussey's like art style is is interesting. Yeah. Um. I I wasn't expecting to see it be like that basic. Um. But I kind of I kind of like it. Uh, the the stitching of assets together is also very um, early Homestuck yeah. uh, as well, and kind of g- g- I would go as far as to give me like a, like a like an RPG Maker game vibe, yeah. um, which is you know cool. I like that stuff. I'm a big RPG Maker uh like ho- horror or just like weird game fan. Yeah. Um, I I. <laughs> I don't know what to say about the Metal Gear stuff. Because <laughs> uh, it seemed like there were two halves of the trailer, one of which was like Kojima played, or Hussey played all the Metal Gear games since he finished Homestuck and is now just wants to talk to somebody about them. The other half was like the stuff that seemed more coherent to what was happening. Yeah. Um, and I'm so interested to see how those two things converge. Same. Uh, uh, I th- I think the most interesting part of it is that this isn't a webcomic, it's a visual novel, and so there's the potential that, like, upon release, it's just going to be complete already. That is something that I look forward to, I think. Yeah. Um, I personally have a terrible habit of taking too damn long to do that kind of thing. Uh, I have never finished a visual novel in my life, um, besides the first Phoenix Wright game. Yeah. Uh, so I know that everybody's going to finish this the second day after it comes out, and if the stars align perfectly, um, 
I'm going to finish it like six months after unless we like <laughs> do it. We do it for this, but even then, like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to divvy it out somehow. I'm not gonna fucking do it in two days. I can't. I I don't I don't do media like that. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Um, but it it is does seem very cool. I am definitely going to check this out whenever it releases, yeah. if ever. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are theorizing uh April twentieth of of next year because. The trailer dropped on, well, at 4.20 in the afternoon, and in in the trailer, there's a calendar, and on the calendar, the day 4.13 is marked, and the day 4.20 is marked, and... Mm. Hussey does love his numbers. Hussey does love his numbers, but but at the same time, like, one of the characters in the, in, in the, in the story seems to be a Homestuck fan, because there is a, there's a... Just Carcat's just normal sprite, just like on the wall next to Big Boss. I noticed. I noticed. Yeah, there was BTS there as well. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty um, pretty all over the place. Lots of lots. Yeah, lots of stuff that Hussey has like alluded to in his his Instagram posts over the over the past while. I think Hussey, like, going to BTS concerts as part of, like, an ARG about his new project is one of the most Hussey things imaginable. It, it, it's really funny to me because, like, uh, a lot of people thought that, like, an ARG was happening because in one of his, his, his Instagram posts, he's, like, holding, like, a card. And it had, like, a shape on it and then, like, a string of numbers. And I, I showed it to one of my friends who, who is big into BTS and she was like, "Oh, that's just like a card you got if you bought like a like a limited time BTS box that gets delivered that's so to you." Funny. It, it it's it's literally just Hussey's like BTS ID number, and people thought it was like a huge thing. His army number. <laughs> uh, all this all this suggests to me is that Hussey is like in peak form. Um, so I I guess that we'll do something for it whenever it comes out. We'll have to cover it in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, even if we're still going with the Homestuck, we're going to have to, like... Maybe we'll, maybe we'll put that on the Patreon. Who knows? Um, Wait and see. Listeners. I guess, yeah. <laughs> what if... Um, what if he just releases it within, like, the the week and a half between recording this now and when this is actually, like, live and everyone's listening to it? That... We're going to look like idiots. <laughs> we will look like idiots, but it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, yeah, uh, cool. Um, now that we've spent like a very long amount of time talking about that and getting started, <laughs> there's like four minutes in the audio that that Alex got to cut out. We haven't been on this that long. Um, but yeah, uh, this reading was weird. Um, I I guess I'll just go into it uh, because I don't know anything to do besides to brute force it right now. Yeah, but that'd be f- it, okay. Um, it was, it was, it was, it's a strange experience. Um, so, uh, for, like, the, the intro to Act 6 Flash, the S Act 6, um, I did, I really liked this. It was really cool. Uh, it's, it's, it's on the curtains, which are now intact again. They turn green, they open up, um, and we zoom through space to an Earth, but not our Earth that we're familiar with. Uh, we zoomed. We see a house on the west coast, uh, much like John's. Um, we 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 zoom. We go through uh, close-ups of various uh, paraphernalia uh, of 
detectives and the like, uh, the Sassaker book, classic uh, artifacts that we recognize, um, the bunny, uh, there's, we, we, we see a lab, we see, uh, paradox clones of cats in, encased in cubes, uh, we see a window, uh, much like the one in, uh, Jade's attic, um, we see a city in Texas, uh, with a plane, uh, smoking and descending on the horizon. We see a poster for a Moivy. Um, we see, uh, a, a dream Cal resting with his arms around a sword. Uh, and there's, and we, we there, there's a sunrise on a new frog temple with a new set of towers around it. Um, and we zoom out. It's all reflected in the eye of a new girl who looks kind of like John, uh, staring up at the sun, uh, in that silly, uh, car cat beginning of Act 5, Act 2 way. Yeah. It, this Flash does a really good job at, like, giving you the feeling of, like, everything's familiar, but it's not the same. Yes, it's really cool. Uh, I think it does a really good job of segueing into what we're about to do. Uh, and it gives, it it instills, like, a grand sense of mystery, because it's, like, all the stuff that that we know is here, but it's in an unfamiliar way. It's like, what's what are we? What's up with the lab? What's up with the Sassaker book? Um, what's up with Cal? Uh, all that, and it, it's, as it, as it finishes up, it zooms out uh, to a monitor with a, a Caduceus symbol at the top middle, and uh, the 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 troll text uh, comes up, and what the troll what the, it reads is just says click the arrow to continue. Um, and that's, that's the, that's the, that's the intro flash. And so I watched this and I was like, yeah, that was really cool. Um, it's going to suck if the next like hundred pages are just dicking around with characters who I don't know if I like all that much being horny for each other. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Homestuck, we, we get a reprise of the titles of the, ti- of the, of the original title screen. Well, well, uh, before yeah, that, before, uh-oh. before that we get, we get a funny gray hand who clicks the next button. Ah, yes, we do. Just, just put a pin uh, in that. F- funny, yep. funny, funny troll question mark. I sure yeah. hope so. Sure. Uh, ever, everyone's up for new characters. Totally. Uh, Lots so, of new characters. <laughs> yeah. It sure would be great uh, if if eighteen new characters were introduced in Act Six. Or, or more. Or more. What? Dream big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, the next thing is we get a we get a reprise of the classic, uh, like the first page. We have a young lady stands in her bedroom, which just so happens that today. The blah, 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 but instead of her birthday, it is uh, this day, the eleventh of November, twenty eleven, eleven eleven eleven. Uh, it is the is the date of a launch of a big game. Skyrim. Uh, or, or, a, a, <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> Did Skyrim come out this day? Yeah, Skyrim came out on November 11th, 2011. Oh my god, this is the day Skyrim came out, everybody. They're gonna play Skyrim. <laughs> I, I guess that's funny. I didn't know until uh, doing the homework for this one that the, the troll font is just stolen from Oblivion, yeah. but turned upside down. Yeah. I didn't know that, and that's really funny to me. They're, um, they're going to actually play Skyrim. Like, it's not even a joke anymore. 
<laughs> more things that like I don't know how they how they're printing this without it running into like a lawsuit. Every oh, two they pages. they changed the alphabet like a while ago. Like there's a really? there's a new alphabet. Uh, they changed it around the time that uh, Hive Swap came out because it, it's different in Hive Swap. Is it only it, it, are they like printing it differently in the books or they might be? I, I I would I would think so. They made a new alphabet. <laughs> I, maybe maybe they're just hoping. Maybe Bethesda just hasn't noticed yet. Maybe Bethesda stole it from somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, um, a young lady stands in her bedroom. Uh, launch of a new game. Uh, we're, we're gonna name her, but we find out that uh, we can't because uh, she was already named about two and a half years ago on her thirteenth birthday. So the first thing that we learned about the new set of kids is that they're a little bit older. They're uh, all in the 15, 16 range, and things are about to get, like, appropriately awkward yeah. for, for being about that old. Yeah. If, if, you um, thought, if you thought there were awkward conversations in the first half of the comic that, that you thought 13-year-olds maybe shouldn't be having because it's really well, let's awkward. Just, let's get to one of them first. Okay, let's, get to, let's get to one of them. Um, so, this is, this is Jane Crocker, um... Interesting last name. Very fascinating last name. Um, she's the, she's the, we, we learn that she is the heiress to a, a baked goods empire, so, there's, there's your last name. Um, uh, and this has given the, the elite opportunity to playtest the Suburb Alpha. Um, I, I... I know that this is just, like, the, uh, the thing, but, like, hearing Alpha in this context is, is kind of weird to me, because, like, this is the fourth session we're aware of. This is going to be the fourth session we're aware of. Like, it, it, the last time it was the beta. Like, the game the game works. It is functional. Yeah. It is... <laughs> <laughs> I know Hussey knows what a game Alpha is. It's just weird to me. Um, uh, we le- Jane is the number one Betty Crocker fangirl. Um, and she is, she's a big fan, she's a big fan of detective stories, uh, mustachioed funny men, and frightening fauna, apparently. Um, she's got some posters in her room, she's got the, the ladies from Problem Sleuth, um, she's got a, a Jeff Foxworthy, she's got a Ron Swanson, uh, a Harry Anderson, and a, a Dr. Manhattan, uh, with his little blue dingus covered up <laughs> by uh, Troll Howie Mandel. Thank God. And the and the blue and the guy from is that Community? I don't know. I don't watch normal um, TV. Uh, uh, Arrested Development. Okay, I was thinking that it was a fifty-fifty. Okay. Yeah, Arrested I had to, I had to look it up too. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> my my normie TV uh, education is like woefully lacking and i don't Same. really feel any inclination to, to change it i did watch a lot of parks and rec uh for a while um and then i learned that that show i figured out eventually that like that show is just a psyop to make you think you could be friends with libertarians yeah the, yeah the only <laughs> the only real tv show that i've watched is like it's always sunny in philadelphia always sunny is goaded yeah agree um, i haven't seen the newer seasons uh but <sighs> I know that it got renewed for, like, four more seasons, and I saw a lot of people complaining about that, but I don't know. I don't know what the newer ones are like. (laughs) 
I don't hear everyone complaining about them, so I'm sure they're still fine. Uh, but yeah, Always Sunny is pretty good. Um, accurate representation of what uh, of people in Philadelphia um, <laughs> and what it's like to live there. Uh, even though it was filmed, I think completely elsewhere, but they they throw in enough shots of like the the of the SEPTA trains going back and forth that I'm like, yeah, I can accept this. This is fine. Anyway, um, about to, uh, and I think this is like where um my like, I, I don't want to say I dislike Jane because she's had no time to prove herself yet, <laughs> but like the the like just Parks and Rec and like commute and Arrested Development and stuff is just like my brain shuts off so fast. Yeah, like no hate to like Jane likers. Uh, ju- just as much as like no hate to like previous previous characters that we've bashed on likers. I mean, like I, I'm I don't want to bat. I'm not bashing on her. No, like no. I feel bad for saying this. It's yeah, just like it's like she just comes off as obnoxious. Like from this first shot, I wouldn't even say obnoxious I, at this point. I, I would say that like I, here's my take. I think that like all of the beta kids have this weird like out there fantastical intro that like. John, like, John is, like, he likes bad movies that are, like, unknown, and, like, it, like, just, why would, like, what, what, he, like, like, I've never heard of that movie, what is, oh, god, it's terrible, um, like, Dave is just, like, wacky and out there, Rose and Jade are, like, they're all, like, engagingly wacky and out there in their interests that are presented to you at the first, at first sight. Yeah. And this is just kind of, like, um a lot more grounded and it's just not it doesn't feel the same yeah th- th- there's definitely like a more groundedness to it but i i feel like the wackiness of jane is supposed to be like how big of a corporate simp she is but that too but but that's like too real of a thing now like mm-hmm. i see jane with like her her Crocker branded stuff everywhere and i immediately think of those people who go to like disney world every weekend and and have like their entire house modeled after like everything that Disney owns, and like they only, are you saying <laughs> they only care about something if, like if Disney owns it, and it's are you saying that if this had been written like uh in in like the late 2010s, then Jane would have just been like a massive MCU nerd? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. Um, now that we're do- now that we're done ripping on this character who hasn't even spoken yet. <laughs> Uh, let's continue. Um, look, yeah, I feel bad for, like, just jumping to this. Yeah, I do too, but, like, there's other things that she says, like, even after this point where I'm like, man, you- We'll get to it in a second. Yeah, yeah, we can get to it. Yeah. Um, after the, her intro page, we were then rapid fire introduced to our second, uh, alpha kid. Um, these characters are known as the Alpha Kids uh, because they play suburb Alpha for anybody who's not in the know. Um, and and this one is Jake English. Uh, <laughs> the the shot of Jake's room, like when you see the full zoomed out shot of it, it it I had to like close the tab for a second because it's it's comically overloaded with just it's, stuff. It, this this is a vision. Jane and Jake's room, Jake's room especially, are just like taking like a JoJo like punch rush to the face visually <laughs> to the eyeball. Yeah. Um. 
Jake's room especially, yeah. Uh, so intro to Jake um, is that he loves movies and he has absolutely no taste. Uh, he anything you put in front of him, he adores it. Um, he loves firearms, fisticuffs, and adventure. Uh, he's he has a he has a big thing for blue ladies. Um, and this is where I started to kind of like this thing kind of creep in my head, and I'm like, oh right, these characters are horny. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> you know Jane has Jane has her thing with like mustachioed men, uh, and and Jake is all about those uh, cyan tinted ladies. The, these aren't your um, typical teenagers anymore. They're they're hormonal, and it's gonna get bad real fast. Um, th- th- this is all, this should also be like your, 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 your head, sh- your, your brain should be letting up and you're like, oh, remember how in the, in the troll universe, when the, when the ancestors finished their game, how, when they created the universe, they became the, or the, they became the, uh, the young trolls and their ancestors became, or their ancestors became the young trolls and they became the ancestors. Uh, th- this is Grandpa. This is Grandpa Harley. <laughs> um, yeah, you should be connecting the dots right now if it's not, like, extremely obvious. Especially with, like, yeah. the blue ladies thing. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's almost like, if that wasn't also, like, constantly a Vriska illusion, um, then, like, this would only basically exist, uh, to give Grandpa, Harley, and Jake some common, like, slightly weird, like, fetishistic fascination. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's, like, funny until, like, it starts to set in a little bit. It's still funny, I guess. Um, the... The, the Avatar thing, I think... I, I just think Avatar as a concept is funny, and it makes me think of, like, when it was a cultural craze, and how it is potentially, like, the the least, like... The cultural craze of the least lasting impact. Yeah. I, I... What are you talking about? There's four more movies coming out. It's... it's <laughs> and nobody gives a fuck. The, the cultural impact is gonna be insane! <laughs> I it, It's like... See, like... This is the, like, this, seeing this panel is the most cultural impact I can think of Avatar having in the past, like, ten years, outside of tweets I see sometimes that are like, remember when Avatar, like, stopped being a thing and nobody gave a shit anymore? Like, like, it's that level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing in here, so, so, the other thing about Jake is, like, his, his shirt symbol is this little, like, green skull. Um, and that should, that should be familiar, uh, based on the, uh, like, five pages ago when we saw Lord English's big green skull man, and also his name is Jake English, and there's, uh, a weird foreboding line on this page about him giving his right leg, uh, for a shot at, uh, um, desecrating some mystic ruins, um, Maybe the biggest red herring ever. I genuinely have no idea. Uh, but it's like just it's agonizing. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll find out more also, about that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like, there's also like Hulk comics scattered on the ground. It's like that's a that's a human man who turns into a big green guy. I don't know. What could it mean? It could mean anything. 
<laughs> but uh, we we are once again there. There is a a spontaneous character select, uh, which I remember this um from like the day that Act Act Six dropped, uh, and how like I thought it would be like filled out eventually, and you'd be able to like go between all of them. Um, but apparently, uh, it, it just goes between Jane and Jake. We don't get to be the other two yet. Um, and by the law of page order, we're going back to Jane now. Yes. Um, so, she's talking about how, uh, she's, she's, she's so hyped to play the Suburb Alpha. Um, she's such a massive Betty Crocker simp that she's so hyped for the new video game. Um, I don't know, it, it, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately now she's grounded, uh, because she wasn't, uh, let, she, due, due to recent events, she was forbidden from leaving the house, and, and dad caught her, uh, staring at the sun like a dope earlier, and now she might be grounded, like she wasn't before. Um, we get some, some classic Act 1 style tomfoolery, uh, looking at, looking at the modus, and it's like, oh, it's a... Recipe modus. It's like a cookbook. Uh, you, you go. You can see all the recipes for all the items. Um, there's some throwbacks to the, the beta universe with the, the the hat. Um, being able to be made by, uh, I I can't tell what that is, and the dream bubbles book and the matriorb. Um. Yeah. There. There's some interesting things going on at this point because, uh. Game constructs are already here, despite the game not being here, and that should that should be a big red flag, because like Grist shouldn't be available right now. Why why does Betty Crocker Products have involvement with Grist? Uh, put a put a put a pin in that. Yeah, it. It makes the conspiracy part of my brain light up. I'm like, oh, like, they're already in the game. Like, some insane shit is happening right now. Uh, but I I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Um. I guess, again, disclaimer that, like, I, uh... I guess we were talking about that we were gonna do the whole intro thing again, uh, at the start of this episode, then we didn't. We just went into it. Um, so I guess we feel... But I just wanna just refresh her on the on on our our journey so i personally i read i was an avid reader of acts one through five as a kid um i remember the day the cascade came out i was super hyped for it it i couldn't see it for like most of the day because nothing was available to watch it on uh and then i i read a little bit through early act six um until kind of the the weight of me having skimmed a lot of dialogue in Act 5 made me stop understanding anything that was going on, and, like, the crushing weight of being a Homestuck fan compounded <laughs> on this, because early Act 6 uh, was about when, like, fandom discourse reached critical mass and it stopped being fun to be part of the Homestuck fandom for it me. Is, it is so hard to be a Homestuck fan. It... it I... <laughs> in 2012, in, in 2012, yeah. Even, yeah. No, even now... <laughs> Things things haven't changed. There's still discourse. There's still pain and agony. <laughs> Every day, I wish I wasn't a Homestuck fan. And then, and then you go, then you come on to do the podcast, and it's just a horrible experience for everybody involved. Yeah, and it sucks. yeah. 
that's our way of announcing that this is the final episode of Homestuck Podcast. Uh, <laughs> we hated this one so much. No, 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 no. no. Um, and, and to contrast with me, uh, John, on the other hand, has has been a has been ride or die with it the whole time yeah. since they first. Read yeah, it. since since 2012. That's when I hopped on. That's mm. I've I've been stuck here. I, I guess I'm never leaving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so now that we're in Act Six, we are now based in the territory where I have like little to no nostalgia for any of this, and so I I have very little like memory of it. So while I remember things like oh, there's a set of four alpha kids, and they're kind of weird. Um, and, oh, there's a flash where you walk around the dream bubbles, and there's the the troll ancestors as teenagers, and they all suck. Yes. Um, I don't really remember anything else. Uh, so, this is basically Uncharted Territory. Uh, if you haven't listened, if this is your first episode, if this is your first episode you're listening to, you can go back and listen to the, to the first 36 episodes, um, for... The, the stuff that we are both we are both familiar with and had a grand old time with. Uh, but now we are teetering on the edge of the great unknown. It's gonna be great. And man oh man, does does it look hormonal? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, we got it out of the way. Um, I forget what I was saying. What we were going to. Uh, the Betty Crocker Corporation. The all the game stuff already existing. It's weird. Um. Yeah, Janice is kind of going around her room. Um, there's the scene, there's the panel where she she fawns over Jeff Foxworthy, uh, and it's just it's a it's a little bit strange. Yeah, her, 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 it feels a little bit more involved than John's obsession with Liv Tyler at the at Act One. Yeah, hold on. What where where's the really weird quote on this page? Uh, it, the the comment about low income bucolic classes affectionate sass ad nauseum isn't what you call your cup of tea is one of the weirdest quotes that could just happen it's it's so weird i i i I literally wrote in my notes jane classist question mark it plays a little it definitely plays a little bit into uh into jane's role as being like the a, a, a giant industry heiress, um, and it it it, it <laughs> it's easy to I think I it was easy for me to write this off as like a joke line, but like now that you bring it in a sharp relief, it's like yeah, that is pretty weird. That's a weird comment to make. Yeah, and the, I don't know, and then and then the the way that she immediately follows up with you just think he's really handsome. It I don't know. It's it's weird to just throw that light in there and then immediately be like, oh, he's handsome. <laughs> I know you have more, uh, more Foxworthy loyal loyalty as a Southerner, but I'm, I'm like just unfamiliar with the man. So I guess props to you for catching on to this being a little bit weird. Cause the more I think about it, the more, he, he makes a lot of redneck jokes and like, mm-hmm. that's like the shtick of, of Jeff Foxworthy is he, he, he makes jokes about being a poor Southerner. And I don't know. It it's weird. The the poor southerner is definitely um if if you wanna do something about a character being disconnected from the plight of the everyman, the that's yeah, there you go. Um and yeah, I guess yeah, it does seem like Jane is a little bit like this. Um there's other stuff that hinted that like I, I looked at 
with Jane that made me that kind of gave me that vibe, but I didn't. I guess I didn't pick up on that, and but it fits it to put something that's like maybe she's just like straight up like just a rich a spoiled rich girl. Yeah, which I can see it makes sense. Yeah, Crocker Court. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's the. There's the horny page about um Tobias Funk and Ron Swanson. Uh sure. <laughs> um like I you can do whatever like you can do you do you ultimately. As long as I hurt anyone, but like something just like annoys me about like the being horny for Ron Swanson. Like, like, Ron Swanson simps, like, like, swag is for boys, classes for men, like, the Imger shit from, like, forever ago, <laughs> that already, like, annoys me, um, and this came out in 2011, so, like, that was, that was, like, the peak of, like, Swanson posting. Yeah. Um, it, it, this just annoys me. Like, I feel bad for saying it, but, like, it does. It, it, this is, like, Reddit to me. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to linger on it. Um. Uh, there's the there's the crack, there's the the spoon. Um, which is just a really fancy spoon. Um, and it has a soothing robotic female voice. Uh, just like science fiction. Um. She has her bunnies. Uh, there's the. These are these are pretty familiar bunnies. Yeah, they're they're super familiar bunnies. I, I I'm sure everyone would recognize these bunnies. Yes. Um one of the grounding one of the things that uh captured my interest in like okay, this is this is still this thing this is the this is the remix. Um so there's the both of these bunnies were were gifts to Jane on her 13th birthday um from two of her friends. Uh Dressed up like their interests, not hers, which is funny. Uh, Jake sent the Indiana Jones bunny, and uh, her other unnamed female friend uh, passed it down from her mom and regifted it to Jane. And it's just like a wizard. So, wonder, wonder what that could tie into. Interesting. Um, and and ominously hints at a third bunny that was uh, made from scratch. And it was somewhat less innocuous, and Jane has no idea where it is, and, you know, probably just as well. I've also just noticed that uh, Jane's bedsheets are covered in the monsters from Problem Sleuth. Oh. And uh, that reminded me that her the symbol on her shirt is has the face of the mob boss from Problem Sleuth, so this is your reminder, a uh, weekly reminder to read Problem Sleuth. It's good. Maybe one day. <laughs> Every time you bring it up, I... I... I hit you with the maybe one day. Yep. Anyway, um, so J- Jane uh goes back to staring out the window, look waiting for the mail. Um, oh wait, wait. Did I miss did, something? Did you bring up the fact that like where we are now, uh, Problem Sleuth Two is a thing? Oh yeah. Um, we're yes, yes, yes. Uh, the. Problem Sleuth 2 is apparently... Yeah, this is on the... We got distracted by the Foxworthy stuff. 
Um, Problem Solutions 2 is a thing in this universe. Uh, the author never went on to make another project. They just kept doing uh, Problem Sleuth. Um, which, you know, for all the flaws the Alpha Universe seems to have, like, damn, talk about a utopia. <laughs> the World of Problem Sleuth 2. Reminder to everybody again that I own the box set of the Problem Sleuth books from back when they were sold on Tabatico. Based. Um, and I will never, I will never look over them. They're precious to me. Valid. But yeah, anyway, uh, I, we have too many J names now is the other problem. There's too many JAs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jane goes back to looking out the window and, uh, waiting, waiting for the mail. Uh, mail's not there yet, but, but dad Oh, is. snap, it's, it's, um, dad, what is he doing here? What is he doing here? <laughs> feel so bad, feel so bad. Pain, agony. Uh, we have him back, but this- it. It just doesn't feel the same. same. At what cost? At what cost? (laughs) Um, yeah. In in dad form, though, uh, he capsulogs the car to take it back out back to wash out with the hose. Hose? Um, So, you know. Or what was I going to say? Taking it to the garden hose. Yeah, he's probably taking it to the backyard next to the garden hose. I'm sorry, my mind registered hose as in H-O-E-S, and I was like, I was like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, hang on. Dad hose? Yo? <laughs> Damn, Dad Crocker is cool. Base Dad. Base Dad. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, but yes, um, I was going to say, uh, you know, may- maybe not the same dad, but the... The putting the car in the wallet is just a nice. It, it it's it's nice and comforting to see these fatherly activities coming out from a dad a dad shaped father figure. That's good, love it. Big fan of it. Uh, and uh, Jane turns around and sees that uh, she's being pestered by uh by Jake. Um, she com- There's there's some internal dialogue commenting on Pester Chum versus uh Betty Bother the prog- the the Betty Crocker program that she uses. <laughs> Um, which we see is f- full of ads and they live style subliminal messaging. Um, which is you know weird. Man, that that sure Have is you interesting. They live? Have you seen They Live? No. You should. It's a good movie. Uh, shout out to John Carpenter. Got man made made some pretty good movies. Um, and this is this this is basically just like ripped from that the the obey the submit um i don't i don't remember if cease reproduction was was one of the subliminal messages in that movie but like it's here uh under the the hamburger helper ad yeah interesting that a, a corporation is putting these in advertisements uh definitely not political in any capacity just your just your daily reminder that Homestuck is not political at all. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we get our first pester log between between our new characters. At which point, I <laughs> just kind of was like, "Man, this is this is hard. This is a bit of a slog." It's it's hard to get through because Jesus, I hate the way they both talk. I I agree. Um. Jane, like, being, like, a grammar pedant, like, is, is so infuriating, um, 
Jake is also kind of annoying, uh, but I, at least he's got a little, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just sexist. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a slog. Um, I don't like the way either of them talk all that much. Uh, mostly Jane, but like, (laughs) Jake, Jake's style is also like just not conducive to efficient chat logs with fun humor. Yeah. I, um, I th- okay. I, I, I'm starting to understand, like, I, I've, in my head, I've always been like, I don't understand why, like, half of the alpha kids, aka these two, always get ragged on. And, like, mm-hmm. now that we've, like, reread everything and we're at this point, I'm starting to understand because it's like, with the other kids, like, there's, like, an endearing, endearing, like, relatableness to it. Like, yeah. they talk like they're 13-year-olds most of the time. Sometimes they talk like they're 18, and sometimes they talk... Sometimes they talk like they're 13, and sometimes they talk like they're, like, 22. Yeah, but for the most part, the way they talk is, like, understandable, it's fun and relatable. Yeah, but when you get to these two, they talk like they're like fifty years old, and and Jake's like role playing while talking like an old British man, and it's it's just not the same in in like I, a bad I, way. <laughs> I want I, I have a theory about this, and I want to say that part of the reason that like that the the beta kids are so endearing in a way is that they are written to be like thirteen, yeah. right? And personally, personally, when I was 13, like, I had some stuff looking back on it. It might not have been so great, but, like, I was having a good time. Um, and I, I have a lot of nostalgia for things that happened when I was, like, 13, like, very young teens, like, preteen and stuff like that. When you get to, like, being, like, 15, 16, I have no nostalgia for anything that happened when I was that yeah. old. Yeah. Um, that was a horrible part of my life, and I'm glad that I'm not a teenager anymore. And, like... Th- having to read characters written like that is like, it, like they're talking like, like grown ups or like they're lar- They're like role playing being like funny, daddy old British people. Yeah. But like the, the hormonal angst of it is like just so much more cringe to me now than I think it was when I was younger. Yeah. Man. Um, we're we're only one episode in, and we already hate Act Six. It's it's looking <laughs> grim from here, everybody. <laughs> Don't curse us. Don't curse us. Uh, I'm if anything, like I'm more interested to keep going just to see, like just just to see, right? Yeah. Like it. It's just such a weird. Um. It's just weird. Um. Yeah. They. <sighs> The f- the first line I have in my notes here for this past vlog is I really don't like the way these kids talk. Um, but yeah, so the gist of this conversation is that Jake is looking for their friend, Mr. Strider, um, whom is apparently pretty elusive and difficult to get a hold of, and Jake is a little bit flustered about this, and he has something that he really needs to, uh, t- to get to him about, but he's got his autoresponder turned on. He can't reach the real Mr. Strider. Um, apparently it has to do with the pen pal project, which is, you know, we, we remember the, the, the letter from 
from definitely Jake. Yeah, um, yeah. Way back when the money was unboxed, that that threw us for a loop back then. Um. So so this is this is related to all yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Jake drops a malarkey, and I lost it because I just <laughs> I just wrote Joe Biden in like caps in my notes. <laughs> Joe Joe Biden was in the White House uh, when when this was written. I just I like just remember that man. <laughs> um, it's 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 all coming full circle, truly. Uh, yeah, Jake drops the M word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't call it that. <laughs> don't call it that. I I thought it'd be funnier, and then it came out. It's like man the. M and N are just like too. They're they're the sounds are too similar. Alex, edit that um, out. <laughs> I will no. I will not be referring to malarkey as the M word again. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, this is this is our this is the most stunlocked episode of AHP Cast. Uh, we're we're going we're looking to dethrone the 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 Percy Jackson one. Man. Um. Keep the, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. Keep okay. So, Jane can't help uh, with finding Dirk. Um, buh, buh, buh. Let's see. Uh, but, you know, Jake really needs to get this done. Um, he needs to send the gift back to Jade to get it to John. Um, Jane uh, grammar nitpicks and is really annoying um, and admonishes Jake for having priorities. Uh, she's uh, she, she ribs on him for, for doing this instead of playing the game with her, which is just, like, not helping her image in my eyes. Um, and, uh, I, let's see, J- Jake drops a line, uh, it's like, what is it? Um, I know you never believe me, and you think everything I say is some big cockamamie goof-off, but I think today of all days is when you should be start, to, when you should start taking some things more seriously. Especially since I have always had your back. I have always believed in you. Um, which is like, you know, Jake is in a a bit of a tough spot right now, and it seems like a very heartfelt plea, and it just kind of ticks me off that, like, Jane is being so cavalier about about it. Yeah. Um, but just say that, you know, she's getting ready to believe some of the wild stories she's heard, uh, because she had a weird dream, um, that, 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 uh, that Jake was in, uh, to which she responds with the weird comment about glasses fog up and fumbles for kerchief, which man, I was like, "Shut up, man. shut up." Man. Um, but it wasn't like that apparently. Uh, but we're not gonna get to hear about it uh, uh, just yet, because um, they they have shit to sort out in the meantime. Uh, Jake has to has to save his uh, paradox uh, grandma, uh, and uh, and and Jane has to sit at the window and wait for the mailman. She sure does. Um, yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, we see that it is now is almost eleven eleven, and uh, this will mark the rebranding launch of Crocker Corp. And indeed, it does happen. And wow, that fork that the spoon turned into really looks familiar, doesn't it? Sure, sure is interesting. I wonder where we've seen that before. Yeah, I wonder if that was the the Condessa's battleship. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I actually I actually want to bring that up because when when we got to the battleship and and we were like huh i wonder what that says and i looked it up you you brushed off what it said 
but I like realized like the initials of it. Uh, the 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 battleship read uh battleship condescension, which BC oh. uh oh. BC is is the the also the initials of Betty Crocker. Uh, so <laughs> something's going on here. Fascinating. But but also this is the Alpha universe. This is not the this is not the same. Yeah, universe. What's yeah, going yeah. What's on? going on? There's still there's still trolls traveling between between dimensions to to do imperialism. What? Hmm. Weird. I wonder what's going on? Yeah. What the fuck? Um. Yeah. All all of uh Jane's Crocker Corp merchandise turns into forks. Uh. She can she can flip the her spoon back and forth between a fork and a spoon now. Um, it's now two utensils. Wow, that's crazy. Nutty. Um, and Jane is about to uh, indulge in some more Act One. Uh, nostalgia bait question mark. Um, she, she makes a weird remark about uh sinking the cl- sinking her corporate claws into the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's another one of the the quotes that like kind of got to me because like it it reminds me of those people who are like man i sure wish disney would buy insert other company name here and i'm like will you shut up (laughs) this probably lands a lot differently than when it was written yeah um because like the, the USPS is like a big hot topic politically, like this year. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. I know that Republicans have been campaigning to try to defund the postal service since fucking forever. So it's possible that when this was when this came out and I read it first, like I just didn't register because I was not a, I was not thinking politically because I was a baby. Yeah. Uh, but like now it's like whoa. Um, wow, Jane, shut up. Yeah. Also, also the like the. I, I would argue that, like, the concept of, like, a corporate takeover wasn't as large of a threat as it is now, so it's, like, hitting a little too close, because, like, Disney, it, it, Disney, while, yes, it was already a big company, it wasn't, like, vacuuming up huge properties at the time. I mean, you didn't even have to go to Disney, right? Like, it, like, big corporations yeah. takeover has been a, a thing since fucking, since, like... Before we were yeah, born. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but uh, like... But, like, it's more of... It's more of, like, mimetic thought now that every young person is, like, hyper-aware of, like, corporations sucking. Yeah, D- like, Disney just comes to mind now because Disney is in a constant state of, like, absorbing other things. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this probably does land differently in 2020 now that, like, being, a like, a, a hippie... Uh, and complaining about uh corporate control of the the world is like extends beyond like college weed smokers. Yeah, into into the into into the general uh sphere of mimetic thought online. Yeah. Um. Uh, basically, gist of how I feel about Jane right now is like. That one screenshot of a YouTube video that's titled "Almost Through Hands with a 13-Year-Old." <laughs> fifteen and a half, excuse yeah, you. Yeah, just change it to fifteen and a half. Um, but we're we're about to indulge in some classic Act One nostalgia bait or something. Uh, until um, she's pestered by a a mysterious 
uh, caduceus symbol, um, presumably associated with the funny gray hand we saw earlier. Yes. Um, we're, we're now introduced to Uranium Umbra, uh, who was another character I feel really weird about. Yeah. Uh, mainly because this, this character is clearly British. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great start. <laughs> First, first uh, question of 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 this pester log. Number one, why are you British? Uh, <laughs> why are you British? Uh, I I don't know if this is like me being like a cynical dipshit or what, but like the 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 tone that you you takes and like how um oh like endearing and like like sweet and stuff like it's a little too much for me and it 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 sets off an alarm like in some deep part of my brain that's like worry i i think it is supposed to be a a little too overbearing uh Mm. and we can get into that like when things are revealed later because i do Mm -hmm. think it is on purpose Mm mm-hmm Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> this is, like, th- it reads, like, the kind of thing where, like, if I could, if there was, like, a lesson I could go back and teach myself as a, as a young person online, it would be, like, if somebody talks to you like this, block them immediately, <laughs> is, is the vibe I get from this. Yeah. It, that's the primal vein it hits in my brain, I guess. Which maybe is a personal thing, but it, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, anyway... Uh, the the gist of this conversation is clearly meant to be like a, a negative version of Carcat's first, uh, first contact with Jade we saw back in Act Three. Yeah. Um, where uh, as opposed to today is the day you fuck everything up. Uh, Uranium Umbra's first line is today is the day you, is finally the day you make everything better. Um. And this this is our main vein. This is our main bridge with the the acts of the previous the, the the events of the previous four thousand pages that we just got. Yeah, because because um, Yu knows a lot. Yes. Uh. So besides being like a foil to Carcat, uh, narratively speaking, um. Uh, she hints towards uh. She, well, she says, uh, today is the day that the uh octet of progenitoriety uh, comes together and heals a great breach in paradox space. Um, supposedly referring to the four kids from each universe. Yeah. Um, uh, it says that today, the, the purpose of the event today is to, to secure peace for your cause and progeny for all time. Um, Jane apparently is, uh, this is apparently, UU's, uh, involvement is apparently the reason that Jane is so hyped for the, the start of the game. Um, uh, you, you can't reveal too much, uh, because of causal spoilers, which I think is a really nice little two-word phrase to wrap up the concept that we've been dealing with for the past, like, I don't know, like 2,000 pages. Yeah, and I'm also pretty sure that it's a very blatant Doctor Who reference. But but I'll keep that to oh, myself. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. You shouldn't have said that. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Ex- explain the timeline again, please. <laughs> um, there's, there's other a couple other reveals here. Um, 
Yu-Yu apparently is also a prospect dreamer, uh, alluding to the dream that Jane had that she was going to talk to Jake about. Apparently this was uh, her awakening dream yeah. on the moon, um, which maybe not as eye-raising as the other stuff, like Grist existing yeah. already, because, uh, you know, we knew that uh, Jade was a, a, a very early dreamer. Um, but yeah. Uh, Yu Yu apparently is also a prospect dreamer and is a player in uh, her own session, uh, far removed, many universes removed. Um, and we have this convenient plot device where the timelines are synced up so they will be playing from the same day relative from their perspectives, even if they're separated by time and space, uh, which just makes everything a lot easier. Really, it sure does. Than with the, than with the previous trolls. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, uh, Yu Yu, like, obviously, just to give context, Yu Yu was a, a big point of speculation, um, back in the day, because this was a weird, weird reveal. Yeah. Um, what? Because, uh, Yu Yu definitely knows a lot, and it brings into question why, uh, and mm-hmm. why is she, she seems to be pulling the strings, like, a little yeah. bit. Uh, I think uh, a, a, a prevailing theory um, was that Yu Yu was a a troll from the from Universe A One, uh, which uh, is an interesting theory, but it doesn't really make much sense considering that the the gray blooded troll in that session was uh was male because it was uh the 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 sufferer's previous incarnation. Um, and also, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, um, that makes you notable, I think, is the UU tag. Because, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but all of the, the previous characters have, um, names, th- their their tags are some permutation of A, C, G, and T. Yeah. Uh, which are the, I fucking forget what they're called, they're... The 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 lat the, the the rungs on the ladder that DNA is uh when you unhelix it, um, and I I it's been forever since I knew shit about DNA, but I believe that you is a name for a a, a one a, a fifth one that shows up in RNA. Whoa. Uh, so it's it's thematically appropriate, um, but it's. It's a little. It's, it's it's breaking the mold for sure, um. And I think that there was also, like a thirteenth uh, astrological symbol that was associated with the letter U. I forget that part. I remember that was a thing that got passed around a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yes, UU speculation uh took off pretty pretty rapidly when these pages were uh came out. Understandable. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Uh, it's weird to have a character who is both this knowledgeable and this open about it. Yeah. Um, the thing that, like, really differentiates Yu-Yu from the, the trolls we know is, like, the the friendliness and openness is, is it's disarming. Yeah. Besides the, besides the way that she speaks, it's, it's just like, wow, this is just a lot of just straight-up explanation for the Alpha Kids uh, as to what the, their purpose is in the game. Yeah. Especially the, the like, Last bit, like, patience with your friends, patience for your growth as a hero of life, and patience for the coming of the other four of legend, and then just mm-hmm. flat out explaining the other four kids who are on their way. 
Like, right. She has a lot of knowledge. She's straight up spitting facts. Yeah, like it, not not lying. Presumably, uh, it, it's just like this is a weird amount of information to dump on these characters who are at like the 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 pre entry point of their of their suburb. Journey. Yeah, they don't even have the game yet. Like it, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Pre installation, even yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that ends. Um. Jane goes back to doing... The, the amount of, like, just Act 1 stuff in this reading was also a thing that, like, weirded me out. Like, it, it feels like nostalgia bait, but, like, it's the same comic. Yeah. I've... I, like, Act 1 was four acts ago. You don't need to do it again. No, but you have to. It, I, I just don't know what... I, it's, it's, it's weird, and it's it's... It's a part that made me feel a little bit alienated from the reading that wasn't just, I don't know if I like the characters or not. It, it, it was just like, man, I remember going through John's magic chest <laughs> and there was a funny hat in there. No, you see. I remember that. I still remember you that. You see, it's, it's genius. It's, it's, it's like George Lucas once said. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dense. Every frame has so much going on. Uh, but not really. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's, there's all this, there's all this bullshit. I don't fucking know. Um, what's the next important thing? Uh, there's the pony. There's the pony pals book. Goated. Uh, goated. Pretty, pretty goated. Uh, hell fucking yes, DS. Um, which is comprised of uh the the the, the ingredients for this are. One maple hoof, one Harry Anderson wise guy, and one pair of anime shades. There's the grist widget, which is, again, strange. Uh, also, also like, Jin is not like it just kind of blasts everywhere and sits on her, so like she can't collect it yet. So, it it it's not like she has like player abilities at this point, but it's like. It's just weird that the grist is kind of sitting around here when there's no game yet. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the more interesting things I'd say from this little bit with the with the chest is the, the information about Pop Pop, uh, who who died on Jane's birthday. Interesting. Wonder why that happened. But uh, one of the more interesting parts of it is how things have seeming seemingly deviated from like. Like what we're used to, like 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 the original four kids, like the world they existed in was basically our world question mark, but but now in the with the alpha kids, uh, things are deviating because uh, Pop Pop was a comedian who ended up on the show Night Court. Night Court, yeah. But the 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 character name uh, of who he played was originally played by Harry Anderson. And and it, it goes on to say that he and Harry Anderson were rivals. So Pop-Pop assumingly shamed Harry Anderson so much that he didn't get the role at, on Night Court. So, so <laughs> things are deviating, or have deviated. This will not be the last instance of a known figure from from human history taking on a radically different role in this in this uh, universe. Yeah. 
um, which is which is hinted at in in some of the ads that we'll see, which is a nice segue into talking about the tiara top. Yes. Um, this is like the biggest thing that as a kid I kind of waved off as a joke, and I look back and I'm like, <laughs> damn. Jane just has Betty Crocker just fucking around in her brain, making her a corporate simp, and beaming in subliminal messages about uh, submitting and obeying and not fucking. Uh, and it's like, wow, that's that's weird. Embrace your calling. Like, huh. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting use of the word calling. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um... I think that the, maybe this is a weird little nerdy nitpick thing, but I think that the thing that interests me is the, that this little message does this include just, like, die. Like, yeah. when this was used in They Live, um, classic film They Live, uh, with, which was, like, maybe the original, like, aliens are on Earth and they have, they have embedded obey as a little message into all advertising. Um, it was for the purpose of, like, maintaining humanity as a slave class. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is just die, it's just says die. Um, which, you know, it is in line with the, what we know of the Condessa's mission to just, uh, exterminate other races for, for fun. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, 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 it's strange and it doesn't really make a lot of logistical sense unless, like, the the bad guy's goal is just to be evil for the sake of it. There's it doesn't like there's material gain in it. I don't know. Um but as as for the the thing about characters from uh, human real life humans from the the previous universe being radically different. One of the ads here on the on that is is just injected right into our brain um is is all hail new <laughs> chief justice of the US Supreme Court and it's Guy Fieri. Uh, so that's, that's different. That's crazy. That's uh, a little wacky. Yeah, it's so random. Uh, for- uh, I think that, I think that Guy Fieri being in politics is, is one of the funniest things about the, the Alpha Universe. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I, I guess the main takeaway is, like, how much the, how, like, Betty Crocker is a, is a food corporation and and now a guy associated with food has been instilled in the government uh and there's also like all these other advertisements that aren't in our universe associated with Betty Crocker but are now owned by Betty Crocker thematic such as olive garden i don't know crane giant olive garden feeding chamber is really funny <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't like how that sounds uh, um I've been to Olive Garden one time in my life, and I thought it was profoundly mids. Listen. Uh, besides the unloaded breadsticks. Listen, sticks. I, I've I've been a poor fella for most of my life. When I went to Olive Garden, I thought it was the greatest thing ever. I thought it was the true epitome of fine dining. Uh, and I I miss it. I miss going in Olive Garden. <laughs> Okay, uh, I would say that's fair, uh, but like you can you can get like god tier food for absolutely on the cheap if you know where to go on the street. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I I like going to Olive Garden, uh, getting my soup, dipping my breadsticks in the soup, 
and then and then getting my chicken alfredo and continuing to dip my breadsticks into the chicken alfredo. <laughs> That's fair. The, the breadsticks are pretty good. I'll, I'll give them. Yeah. That. Anyways. Um. Anyway. Betty yeah. Crocker. Um. Let's see. Oh, uh, Jane. Jane gets a message from from a Lalonde, from Lalonde. Whom could this be? Um. Because I suck at pronouncing the name, I'm just gonna say that everyone guessed that uh this character's name was Roxy, uh like weeks before it was revealed, uh because there's not really that many four letter girl names that start with R O. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so so we meet we, we get our first introduction to Roxy here, uh, through dialogue. Uh not unlike how Rose was introduced way back when. Um, and the first thing uh, that we, the first two things that we learn about Roxy is that she is a critical teenage alcoholic. Yeah. And she's also horny. And this is a hell of a basis for me to be reading this comic after, like, all the events of Act 5, Act 2, and be like, man, what is going on? Yeah. Man. I, I, I. When 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 I got to this bit, I was immediately reminded of like, I, we we've talked about like poor interpretations of of characters within the fandom, but man, mm. early Homestuck fandom boiling Roxy down to just a constant drunk who doesn't know how to type, and like that's it, man. That wasn't it. The other part of it was that she was really hot. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, because because she's mom. I mean, like, I can get behind the mom thing, but, like, this is this is a teenager. Please, yeah, please yeah. Don't. <laughs> uh, very unfortunate that, that Roxy was the, the first exposure that people had to the idea of, quote-unquote, typing drunk. God! <laughs> because, man, horrible f- phenomenon. Teenagers so... pretending to be drunk and... Hussy is responsible for so many embarrassing posts where teenagers pretend to be drunk. Um, sh- th- th- this is my moment to shout out uh, that that one Sans Kenny who <laughs> I knew you're gonna fucking say it. <laughs> it. I fucking knew it. I was trying to edge around it. <laughs> you can't. You can't get by it. You can't get by. It. Can't escape. Uh, <laughs> for for those who don't know, there there was a Sans Kenny who who made this, like, super long post on an app called Vent that I don't know if it exists anymore, but it, it was... I hope it, it was It was very big around the time. I had a Vent account. Whatever. Um, but but the Sans Kenny uh, apparently drank a lot of ketchup and, and was apparently drunk on ketchup and was, and was doing the drunk typing thing, and I hope they're in a better place now. I really do. <laughs> me too, me too. Not in, like, a, not in, like, a death way. I'm not wishing death <laughs> I was good. I was thinking, like, should I make that joke? And I was like, no, that's too edgy. Then you just fucking went and did it. I'm supposed to be the edgy one. Whatever, here. whatever. <laughs> Any of our younger listeners, like, don't try to fucking don't pretend to be drunk. It, it's not cute. Unless it's in, not endearing. It's just kind of annoying. It's just an. It's just annoying. A lesson you will learn when you when you come to actually drink alcohol is that like acting drunk to people who are sober is just annoying. Yeah. Just don't yeah. do it. Just save yourself the embarrassment. Listen, take take it Life from Life advice, right here from a Homestuck podcast. 
Also, don't become an alcoholic when you're 15. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, yeah. I remember when we were reading Act 2, and we really labored on the family dynamics of Rose and her mom, um, and how hard it was for us to, like, get a grip on it, because it felt like a weird... There, We weren't sure how much of it was meant to be a funny scenario and how much of it was meant to like genuinely set up Rose has a really toxic family situation. Yeah. And I think that it, in the grand scheme of things, the main thing for that, well, well, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it turned out to actually be pretty relevant in kind of Rose's being in a special kind of arrested development uh, and, her how her relationship with her mom affected yeah. her um so you know things it turned out to not just be a joke where we have here is like there's like no ambiguity it's just really uncomfortable yeah yeah um yeah. definitely a thing that like when i was a kid reading this and i never touched a, an alcohol in my life it was like funny and now that i am an adult and i have suffered grades and suffered responsibilities from bad habits with booze. It's like, I read this and it's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. It's rough. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. Uh, what Roxy wants to talk about here is, you know, Jake's birthday's in a couple days and she needs to come with a gift, um, that sends the exact right amount of mixed messages uh, because Roxy thinks Jake is really hot. Man. And she gets a kick out of, uh, talking about this in front of Jane, who does not want to hear about it. Um, and it's weird. Uh, I, th- I, I think it was maybe you or somebody, it was either on here or somewhere else. So the two places in the universe this line could be that, I that I heard somebody say that like the alpha kids are just like everybody wants to fuck dipshit idiot Jake English. Yeah, that's it. And it's already that. Yeah. It's already that. Yeah. Um. So Roxy uh is is really into Jake. Um, Jane is uncomfortable with uh her her advances toward it. Uh, apparently this is this is uh he's he's out he's um. Oh, no, he's he's off limits. Uh, because of the, their all their relationship, um, and Roxy decides to respond to this by saying, "Like, man, I can never even talk about how hot your dad is." Which is like, why would you say that to somebody? Stop. I, I would, but I would what? say that to somebody. I, it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's or a weird am thing I? to be. Yeah, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kidding. I, I think that maybe it would be funny to tell somebody their dad was hot or that one of their parents was hot. Um, it, it gets so much worse when you say, like, come on, we both know it's true, <laughs> which Roxy does. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's little, like, that's a little weird, champ. <laughs> going a little bit too far here. Um, these characters are such a fucking bizarre dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Jane suggests, like, maybe, maybe Mr. Strider is more up your alley. Um, and, and, and Roxy's like, oh, you're so naive, you don't know anything, which is, you know, I mean, yeah, ectobiology exists, it's, it's a little bit weird to suggest that. Um. Huh? What? What? What are you talking about? Oh, wait, did I have this backwards? 
It's backwards. Are 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 you doing the classic Roxy and 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 Strider are related and and Jake and Jane are related because that's that's a that's a typical mistake, but it's not true. I might have. I might have. I might have like tripped up and forgotten how active biology yeah, works. Yeah, because th- these four are just clones of the the four adults. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm now. I'm now. I'm picturing John's ectobiology machine in my head, and I can now see that, like, at the top, there's like the, there's the, uh, the the ones for the for the for for the alpha kids. Slash yeah. The 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 guardians. You see, that's and that's then, the, like, all the that's the appeal. All the sludge. That's the together. appeal of the alpha kids. The, throw the shipping chart out the window. E- everything's free game. Oh god, this got so much. Worse. Yeah, everybody can hit on everybody with the alpha kids, and it's scary. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I. All right. Yeah. Th- thank you. I'm stupid. It's fine. Um, I wasn't expecting to have to. I, I, I was planning at some point to go and get myself a refresher, but I wasn't expecting like to have to do it immediately. Uh, but you know, here here we are. I've made an ass of myself on air already. Um, so, I guess Roxy, uh, Roxy is calling Jane naive for complete, for other reasons. Um, I guess she's just wiser than Jane is. Um, lots of hype coming up for, for Mr. Strider here as well. Uh, Roxy, um, there, there's some, there, it touches on Roxy and her mom and how, Roxy's mom just leaves out, uh, like, like, keeps the booze cabinets fully stocked, despite never drinking, so it's a bit of a role reversal, uh, from the previous LeBlanc household. Yeah. And how Roxy interprets this as, like, the passive-aggressive war of, of gesture, of semantic gestures, and how she's just embraced it, and now she just gets smackered at, like, three in the afternoon. Man. Um... Man, hey. Uh, Roxy calls Jane a chump for for being so into the into the suburb thing. Uh, calls her a corporate stooge. Uh, playing into the the batter witch's uh, hands. Um, Jane gets really upset about this and has to defend her family legacy and how the quote unquote batter witch is just an urban legend. And her her great great grandmother who founded the company was actually you know just just the greatest. And would never in obviously is still not still alive because she'll be two hundred years old. That's way too long for a person. To yeah, live. no human could live that long. Yeah. Uh, Roxy, uh, so just you know, no, nah, this is an alternate universe something more sinister, which really begs the question of like, how much does how much does Roxy know? What's going on here? Um, but we do learn that Roxy has. Obtained for herself a copy of the game uh, through means that seem almost too easy. Just kind of sitting on a server, unsecured, and she just kind of downloaded it with her browser. Now she's sitting on it, and she could play it if she wanted to, but she doesn't want to. Uh, tantalizingly. Um, Jane suggests that uh, if the, if. Uh, that uh, the, the the recent attempts on her life has something to do with the session and somebody trying to sabotage it. Uh, and Roxy thinks that it's an inside job from Cracker Corp, and that she's she's the Batter Witch is playing Jane and just making her think that if people are trying to stop her from doing it by trying to kill her, then it must be really important to do. 
Uh, so we got some 700 IQ shit coming out here. Uh, this, this dialogue is, is interrupted abruptly by Jane noticing that the little flappy thing on the mailbox is up, uh, which Roxy points out has, does not mean that you have, that you have mail and never has, but it doesn't matter. Uh, cause, cause, cause Jane's going to BRB. She's going to go to prepare, she's going to go to, go to, go to prepare to sneak out to get the mail. Um, when, uh, when suddenly the character select screen strikes again. Oh, oh, shucks. Oh, man. Oh, 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 damn. <laughs> and, uh, so, it's time to, uh, time to go back to Jake and spend some more time with, uh, with our boy. Um. Our, our favorite boy. Our, our favorite character in the comic. Our. I don't know if I'll go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We 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 have some scene. We have some panels. Uh, Jake fucking around in his room. Not unlike we just got with Jane. Um. There's the. Let's see. There's his 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 thigh holster, which I. If I'm wrong about this, then this is a pretty grand fuck up. Um, but like. Is that like the the SS uniform skull what? brand on on the thigh strap? What? Hang on. Uh, th- there's some. There's like a weird looking skull that's on uh, on certain pieces of a uh, Nazi officer. Uh, oh no! Clothing. It looks similar. Oh. Does it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little, uh, I, the thing. Okay, I I didn't want to call too much attention to this, uh, but I had to bring it up anyway because like, I I don't think a lot of people know specifically about this symbol, um, or perhaps a lot of people didn't know about it in 2011, and it's entirely possible that Hussey just like Googled uh like thigh strap and and this came up and he just threw it on there. Uh, or, or, like, something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, like, it's a little... Or, you know what, it's probably because Jake's skull obsession. He probably just Googled, like, like belt with skull on it. And, and that came up. Um, but, man, that's really unfortunate. That is super unfortunate. Yikes. Um. The, yeah, he's got the, the, the guns. He's got the, it, it, the, the, the thigh strap holster looks really stupid when he wears it. Um, which is probably good, because it would kind of suck if he was running around with that, uh, the whole time. <laughs> kind of weird champ. Um, there's the, there's the joke about making out with the, the Avatar poster, which is, uh, uh, again, this is just so funny. He's just like that, me. This is like, this, yo? <laughs> Come on, man. Yo? Be real. Yo? You don't ever think about the ponytail scene? Come on. I try not to. <laughs> uh, but the I don't know. All the blue, all the blue girl stuff is just like, damn. I wonder what notable female character in this series is is blue themed. Hmm. Interesting. Um, interesting. Uh, we go over some of his some of his favorite movies. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to. I, I. I. We got. We got to stop. I just noticed something. Okay. We got. We got to okay. talk about the blue girl thing because he has a. He has Smurfette on his wall, and I feel like that's crossing the line. 
I I I agree. I I, I feel like that's that's one step too far. You, you can have that that one Jedi Twilight from the prequel movies. You can you can have. It's really common to be horny. For yeah, that you you can have um Mystique from from X Men. That's fine. I un- <laughs> you can maybe have the the blue singer lady from the fifth that element. that that one's that one's almost crossing the line. She got kind of a big head, but I'll let it pass. Nateri Nateri from Avatar. Okay, fine. I get it. I get it. It's it's kind of it's kind of go it's crossing that furry line a little, but it's fine. I get it. Smurfette. No. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I hate I hate these horny children. I hate it. Man, on your wall, on like he's proud of it. Like, damn, dude. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> with with these blue girl images in universe. This episode's gonna be three hours it long. It is. It is. In universe. The there's no way that there's like posters being sold that that have these characters alone. Jake very obviously grabbed screenshots from Google and printed them out himself, and that's that's what's tearing me up inside because he did that to Smurfette. He, my head's in my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I knew we were gonna get hung up on the Smurfette thing. I knew it. <laughs> okay, we can move on. I. I. <laughs> I man, man. Pro- okay, props to him for having having Ghost Rider on his wall. Prop, props yes, to him. Base. Su- su- super base. base. Super underrated movie. The. the- I think about the scene where they gave Nick Cage CGI abs a lot. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like the part uh, towards the end where it's him and the other Ghost Rider, and it's like the horse and the motorcycle next to each other. Oh, that's just it's sick. so cool, and the 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 lizard like explodes in flame as they drive. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, 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 it, 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 yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I I I can't even pretend. Uh, <laughs> It's funny just how like um like how a lot of the movies on Jake's wall are like legitimately like fantastic. Yeah. Like Army of Dar- Army of Darkness is fucking sick. Terminator is fucking awesome. Uh, I've never seen Weekend at Bernie's, but apparently it's, it's actually pretty funny. Um, National Treasure, unironic banger of a so film. good. Uh, and then then you have like Smurfette. Uh, like Indiana Jones of the King of the Crystal Skull. I I just think it's funny that like of all the specific Indiana Jones movies, uh it's it's the one that everybody likes to pretend doesn't exist. Everybody I like it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you do you think the new the new Indiana Jones movie slash TV show that they announced will will be a direct sequel to Crystal Skull and they will have to address their sins? I didn't know that they had announced one, uh, but I'm gonna say no because it's universally reviled. Understandable. Uh, understandable. God, God. Okay. Where? Where? Where are? Where we? are we? Um, <laughs> the, the Smurfette thing really got to me. We. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 
Jake also really likes Spider Girl. Uh, which interesting. Is, you know, interesting. Like, looks at the camera. Looks, looks at camera. Interesting. <laughs> um, and we get we get back to, we get to uh, the the thrust of the story the story we have right now, which is about the bunny and the package. Um, apparently Jake's got some kind of transmaterializer that is also synced up with the flow of time. Uh, for with Jade. Uh, so. He can't take for he doesn't have the luxury of normal time travel with the bunny. He has to do it today. This has to be done today. Uh, so he's in a bit of a crunch time here. Um, and he needs more. Uh, he needs more uranium, and he's he's used up all the uranium from all the devices in his home. Uh, which puts him in 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 quite a situation here. Uh, and it, he needs to ask uh Mister the elusive Mister Strider for more uranium. Uh, he stores the bunny in his modus, uh, which gives us another little, uh, little, little thing to put in the pack, put in the our back pocket of our brains. Which is he's got Jake has got something like insanely massive in his inventory. It's just kind of stuck there, and he thinks he can get rid of it, but he thinks he might need it one day, and we don't get to know what it is. Hmm. I wonder when that will come Who's into that? play. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I genuinely I, like I, I, I do. I'm not being ironic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's uh, Spider Girl Comics. Um, tries to pick him up. Uh, spill shit all everywhere because of his modus. Um, the fucking fruit make a reappearance. Based, I'm so mad. Based. I hate these little yeah, shit. I love them. They're back. It's it's just it's just like the first half of the comic. Remember, remember. Whoa! 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 There's a little can of corn. There's a little corn can that's like from the from the. The, the lab or the facility, uh, which is interesting as well. Um, it also knocks his his his, uh, his laptop out, his weird puffy little laptop. Um, and and Jake gets a message from our friend Uranium Umbra. He sure does. And it's about the package. Um, because you know it's due today. Uh, Jake is apprehensive about the concept of of asking uh Strider for. For uranium, uh, he's not looking forward to the to the idea of it, and uh, Yu is just kind of like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do it. I need the bunny, uh, or we need the bunny. Um, he asks about weaponry as well because you know the bunny's not going to do a lot if it doesn't have like super overpowered weapons, which we saw it had. Uh, and uh, Yu assures him that he he did he, gets, he takes care of it in the future, and. Uh, he's actually already sent them back, and uh, he can go to the ruins now to pick up the packages with the weapons in them. Um, Yu Yu gives a an explanation of the universes as they exist so far, which is shockingly complete and coherent. Yeah. Uh, not not really any wool being pulled over Jake's eyes here. Um. Talks more about the Alpha and Beta Kids meeting on how great it's going to be. Uh, and we get more teases about uh, about Yu's identity. Because uh, she mentions that uh, her race doesn't really jive with humans familiarly. And their ancestors were seen by millennia. Which is, you know, like, yeah, trolls do that. Yeah. Um, but, on the other hand, we, we're not yet allowed to know this character's name. Uh, because... Maybe it's better that way. Uh, we can't, we we obviously can't know this character's name because it will be six letters long, and it will spoil the surprise that this character is a troll. 
Exactly. Exactly. Of course. Uh, and we get this kind of weird, weird thing that she leaves off on, which is, um, here, I'll just read it. So stated concisely and short of spoilerly, as you, as you so tremblingly put it, your objective today is to pave the way for the arrival of gods, which like, man, that sure doesn't sound like it could be ominous in any way. I don't know. It's kind of ominous. It's a little bit just ominous. A, just a smidge. Especially considering the entire acts of the entire events of Act Five, which I don't know if anybody remembers what that was about, but uh, that sounds kind of kind of sounds kind of familiar. Uh, anyway, we can't can't stay on that conversation forever. Uh, Jake's got a Jake's got to unearth more computers and uh, get in contact with his best bro, Mister Schreier. Okay, but before he does that. Okay. I, I just wanted to point out some more some more weirdness that's going on. Oh, uh, God. You, you, you refer to his, his laptop as Puffy, but he it's... then refers to his laptop as a husk top, which is a word that's only been used by trolls to refer to their laptops. Yes. And it does look like a troll husk top. So... Yes. I, I I would say put a pin in that, but like I don't I I'm like I'm like completely blank on like what's going on with that. It's clear that 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 Jake is the subject of some weird uh cultural stew from the first uh couple universes yeah. between the between the 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 geist of Vriska the all of the Lord English shit, um, which is just really weird, uh, and and the 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 hus top, um, it's fascinating. Yeah. Sp- um, speaking of the Lord English stuff, his new his 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 new computers that he that he pulls out. He just has a fucking cosplay. He, he, it's it's so literally weird. a cosplay of Lord English. This, uh, of all the things, uh, when Act 6 started, this was the shit that, like, drove people fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, like, theory nerds. Like, theory, like, people who were, like, theory crafting. Like, it, it, like, what the fuck do you make of this? It's so weird. It's just, like, there. Um, I, I, I feel like it's best to not even linger on it, because it's just gonna make us stupider trying to Yeah, we, we can move on. I, I'm sure we can muse on it later when we have more context for Jake. Right. And, and, and what we have to move on to is, is also really weird. (laughs) Um, so Jake, uh, goes ahead and starts talking to, to Mr. Strider. Um, and he does so like he starts talking and it's like, he's fucking scared, which is like a great sign. Um, and, 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 and this character's first response is, like, unless you're gonna come, unless you're gonna ask me to come to your house naked as fast as possible, I don't want to hear this bullshit. Which is just, like, I had to read this, like, seven times to make sure that, like, I wasn't... Yeah, yeah, I get you, I, I, yeah, I, I feel you. Like, what's going on? It's, uh, uh, what? Um, 
not saying that, like, I hate having this in the comic, but, like, man, give me a fucking minute to get, to, to acclimate. Jesus Christ, hussy. Um, uh, the, the, Mr. Timaeus testified is just, like, eager to, to be horny for Jake. Um, of course. Good heavens. Um, what even, what even write down about this? Um, this makes some, like, comment about irony, uh, and Jake, like, tries to desperately run along with it, um, before just being, uh, before, uh, uh before uh, he just guesses, like, you need uranium. There's no other reason why you'd be talking to me right yeah. now. Um, Strider says, you know, I would have just made the bunny myself, like, I could have just done that. And Jake says, no, this I, this is the way that I wanted to do it. Um, the... There, TT pulls a Vreska here, in a way, which in, like, saying, like, you know, if you weren't, if you, if I knew you were half-assing this project, I would just hand you some uranium just to get it over with. But because I know that you're applying yourself and that you this is a challenge for you, it's up to you, fucko. You gotta do it. Uh, I'm not giving you any uranium. You know where you can find some uranium, buddy. Um, and this is going somewhere until Jake catches on to a strange, to, to a particular verbal tick uh, in the character and realizes, hey, you're not my best bro who I am hor- who I am terrified of. You are his autoresponder. What? As alluded to previously by Jane. Yeah, what a crazy twist. Um, we zoom out and we see that, in fact, it is the the glasses talking and not a human attached to them. Um, and this is this is where we get to some 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 more really weird shit that I remember from Act Six and how and being like a little bit too weird for me. Which is the autoresponder? Yeah, shit. Uh, AR is a is a bit weird, and I, I, I still don't know how to handle him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I am, I am a little bit, I am blindsided by this, obviously. Uh, but uh, the conversation goes on. Um, Jake gets really upset that uh, he's been relegated to the autoresponder again. Um, and the and the autoresponder is like, "Hey, buddy, don't get mad. I have feelings too." Um, at, at which point Jake kind of folds and is like, "Oh, sorry." Uh, and they they they, they kind of like resolve this without without effect. Um, and it ends with AR saying, "Like, you know what?" Uh. You can bitch and moan all you want, but I'm pretty sure that the the that uh the real DS uh is gonna share my opinion on the mat on the uranium thing. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Uh Jake muses on the uncanny similarity of uh AR and DS and how good the the AI is at imitating his real friend. Um it's it's it, it, there's so many things just being thrown at us. It's like, ah, well, okay, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's an AI that is really good at imitating th- this. This really good at imitating Alpha Bro. What's going on, dude? What's going on? A lot here? to unpack. How am I supposed to process this? 
Yeah, we we hear from this before we actually hear from the 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 actual Alpha Bro. <laughs> uh So so Jake uh, tries to cool off um to and uh get get his thoughts in order. Um he he can't get in contact with Roxy uh and and uh Decides to to pester Jane about it. They have the conversation we've seen before, um, where Jake is nervous about contacting uh, DS, and Jane is like, "Oh, this autoresponder is so funny," and you know, it's 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 yeah. We already talked about this. Yeah. Um, Jake goes downstairs uh to see that. Where in Jade's house there was the 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 box for the dream bot, there is an empty box, presumably that used to contain another robot, but now this this thing is out there somewhere waiting for him. Haunting. Oh god. Yeah, horrifying. He is pestered again by the hat symbol, um, but it is again the autoresponder. And uh, now we learn that even even the computers wanna fuck Jake. And <laughs> this is super weird. <laughs> This is so weird. Um, apparently, the the robot was a uh, was an invention by DS uh, to 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 give Jacob a sparring partner uh, for his adventuring or a wrestling partner even. Um, and and Jake kind of got disinterested in it after finding out that it was. It was too hard to beat when it was on the regular setting, and when he put on the easy mode, it was a little bit too tender. Man, uh, man, and, and AR is like really interested to know what his problem with it was, and if 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 his avatar, if his robotic avatar was just simply not good enough for him, which is like slow the fuck down, my guy, <laughs> like. I'm like waving my hands wildly. I what's what is this? What is this, John? Help me. Um, man, I I, I wish I knew what to say. <laughs> it it man, I, I I'm trying to find the words. It these these conversations are just so different from the way. That the the previous kids talk to each other. Yeah. It's it's like because we didn't check in on these kids when they were thirteen, we've missed like a bunch of like interactions, and now we're like viewing their relationships at a point where like there's already things going on, and they're they're speaking to each other in ways that we aren't used to. Like you get what I'm saying? We have, yeah, we've walked into their to their developmental low point. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just really strange from a from an outside perspective. Uh, it, the, the concept also of like sending Jake a robot to to like. And, and and it, it like it trying to fuck him. I I don't know how I feel about that. Kind of kind of weird. Kind of <laughs> kind of weird. Um, and uh and uh like AR 
like referring to it as like his like his like his, like his avatar like he like he inhabits it like this is like this is his way to to to, to make tender love to Jake help! and it's like help what's going on what's going on why am I here uh and and, and this conversation ends with uh AR kind of responding like a like a bitter like a bitter uh lover scorned and turning the 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 robot uh to max difficulty and being like hey good fucking luck getting that uranium bucko happy hunting and then pieces out damn uh it's <laughs> it's okay jake uh resolves to 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 one up uh, ar and uh, the hunt is on um we're interrupted by the by the character select but it is uh, effectively meaningless because we are now forced just back to go to Jade because we are now done with those pages. Hell yes. Um. So we go back to Jane sneaking out and we get some more Act One stuff. Uh, there's decorations about the house. Um, Michael Sarah's on the douchebags. wall. An actual Michael Sarah. <laughs> a call back to the to the Michael Sarah lookalike in the Egbert house. Um. It, it, uh, she goes downstairs. Uh, there's this uh, old Pop Pop Crocker. Um, <clears throat> Alpha John, I guess. Uh, it alludes to the de- to his death um, and how it involved a tall bookshelf, a ladder, and a mysterious young woman in a suspicious looking hat. Which, it, I, I, sure, I guess I can remember that. Um, young woman in a funny hat. Uh,. There's other shit in the house. There's more Harry Andersons. The The fridge is blocking the front door. I remember when the thing blocked the front door in Act That's 1. That's crazy. It yeah, rhymes. Wild. It's just like George Lucas said. <laughs> um, but unlike the Egbert house, uh, the, the, the tradition in Jaden's family now seems to be keeping... A familial figure stuffed in front of the fireplace because there, there, there he is. There is old Pop Pop Crocker stuffed in front of the fireplace with the the the, the big old unabridged Sassaker book under his arm, racial slurs and all. <laughs> um, crazy how how this family stuffs their familiar figures. That's kind of similar to how Jade stuffed Grandpa. Right, but it's backwards. It's back- Whoa. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know why I'm acting like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Jane, Jane, uh, she does the Jade thing of like the, the standoff with the dead grandpa, and you know it's just not the same as Jade because you know I liked Jade and it was it was weird when that happened. Um, she takes the sa- the original Sasker book, and uh, Grandpa's arm falls off because we have to have the arm fall off. Um, that has to happen. Oh, that might be setting up something for later. Whoa. Whoa! I wonder if there's gonna be a sprite or anything. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Um, Jane takes this ask book and she reflects on the 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 message written, the inscription, as it's called. Um, and and it we do get a little bit of a window into her how her she has been given context growing up, which I do think gives some more interesting dimension to her character because. Here we see that Jane reads this, and because she doesn't have like a fine 
d- grasp on the nuances of paradox space. Um, she assumes that this is her her great great grandmother Betty Crocker herself. Yeah. Uh, writing to her grandfather. Um, uh, Pop Pop Crocker. Um, which in and in her mind, like, oh, this is clearly like, such a sweet, uh, well-meaning, uh, inscription, which you know it is. Um, that she thinks that there's no possible way that any anything bad about her own great great grandmother could be true. Uh, which is like, I think that that's potentially setting up something interesting for, uh, her world view falling out from under. Yeah, her, I guess. Yeah. It's it's better than her just being a corporate simp. Agree. Um, and I kind of wish this was a little bit more at the at the forefront. Um, and and uh, it, it also notes that like, uh, it squares with what she's heard from Yu Yu about the the adventures involving exiles, underlings, denizens, etc. Um, and so I guess like this all reinforces this in her mind, which is, you know, that, 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 that's, that's something. That's yeah. something. And uh, these thoughts um, spur her to actually go back to Jake and, and, and describe the dream that she had, that was alluded to earlier. And this is kind of, this is kind of our hook for this reading, I guess, uh, at the end of it. Because uh, Jane describes uh, what, what we, we know was her awakening dream on Prospect. Um, and what she describes is that she was on this beautiful gold city, uh, and she was, she was, she was looking down throughout the streets and she could see all the, the Carapacians, uh, going, going about, um, but she realized that it was not a, it was, it was nothing, it wasn't normal, something was off, um, the, the Prospicians were mourning, and she realized that she eventually trailed a big crowd and she found it was a, it was a funeral procession. And they're repeating among they're repeating the page is dead, all hope is lost. And when she followed the procession to find to, to, to the front, uh, they were carrying a coffin, and in that coffin was the page, uh, who was none other than Jake's dream self. Gasp. Whoa. That's that's different. That is different. That's, that's weird. That's very different. In yes, that is very different. This is this is our hook for like remember that suburb is maybe happening, and that's the last thing that we've read, uh, for this one. Um, dang, that's crazy. I am trying to come up with a good thing to say, like at the end, like to be like to wrap it up, but I can't because it was such a. It it's jarring. It, it it is definitely very jarring. It yes. It's I, I I would argue it's not as jarring as the jump to the trolls because like the trolls were like introduced before we actually jumped to like Act Five Act One. Um, you mean it's more jarring? More jarring. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cause, Despite being a completely alien civilization and this being like very callback based. Yeah. Uh, part of me likes the the callback based, and part of me doesn't because it is just it's it's retreading things that we've already done twice now. 
Because we did it with the first time at the start of the comic, and then we did it again with the trolls. And, and it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But but the reason why I like it this time is, is that it is showing like how different things are. Mm-hmm. And... And as 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 horny as these characters are, I, I I I feel like the horniness of them does do a service of showing. Oh, these characters are. I don't want to use the word more developed. They're at a different point. In They're their at lives. a different point in their lives, and I I would go as far as to say as the the point where we are now is 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 almost like prompting the idea of. This is what the other kids would be like if if Spurb didn't happen and they were two and a half years down the road. Because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Because it, with with the similar but different stuff going on, it's it's supposed to make you feel like, oh, it's like the other kids, but two two and a half years down the road. And also they're not the same people, but yeah. Same but different. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna make it clear that like eh. As difficult as this was, I didn't dislike yeah. it. I was just blindsided by yeah, it. Yeah, it. Be- um, and I have to get used to it now. Yeah, because because like we just came off of Cascade, uh, we just came off of uh the the big villain reveal, and all of a sudden, uh, we're with new people who are older than the kids that we're used to, and they're viciously horny and. There's all these callbacks, and it's it's definitely like super jarring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, it, I th- I think this is probably a good bridge to 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 events to come. Uh, and if you want to set up like the 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 other kids, um, and how how they're going to age over the course of the the, the comic and how as a coming of age story your characters eventually have to come of age. Yeah. Um I I guess it sets it up, um, but it 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 is very jarring to be dunked like just cannonballing into the, the freezing cold pool of like these are characters we're not familiar with and like right off the bat they are hormonal teenagers. Yeah. Um yeah, to 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 go, to go more into the its characters we're not used to, uh, as opposed to the trolls having the benefit of having like chat logs before before they they had Act Five Act One, all we really had from this set of characters was Jake's letter. Yeah, and and uh... man, that letter could not prepare us for this at all. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, and... also, also, I have more words to say. I'm feeling chatty right now. Um, okay. To to kind of tie back into last episode, uh, our our fireside chat, where 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 we talked about the idea of man, teenagers really want to try to be adults. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that's definitely the vibe that I'm getting from like the three characters that we've had so far. I don't want to talk about autoresponder as 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 with human development because he's a he's a robot i understand that he's a robot with feelings but he he doesn't 
like experience development the same way. Uh, but with with the three kids that we've had so far, it de- I definitely get the vibes of teens who are not adults but want to be adults. Roxy most. Roxy mostly, mostly but the, but then you have stuff with Jane like talking about what she's going to do when she owns the company and it gives me it gives oh, me yeah, this yeah. vibe of oh she's she's ready to like b- because it specifically said that she gets the company when she turns 18 mm. and and I don't I don't know how how cut and dry you can get as you become an adult when you turn 18 uh yeah Jake, uh, Jake n- not much has happened with Jake so far but but I'm definitely getting this vibe of kids wanting to grow up uh-huh yeah like yeah she's pretty cut and dry like I'll, I'll like i think the reason i sell the most in roxy is like i still have evangelion on the brain and i'm, I'm i point and i'm like oscar <laughs> roxy wants to be perceived in as, as an adult and she's acting out because of it that's oscar to yeah. me uh which is like you know me being a giant evangelion nerd um but also like it it you know, it's a it's it's a valid character read. Yeah. Um and it's it's it jumped out at me. Uh Yeah. And, and that's like not really I I guess like Riska a bit, but like it was never explicitly like wanting to be an adult, it was just wanting to move on and not be seen the same way anymore. Yeah. And, and this is like more explicitly tied in with like adulthood. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, what are we reading next week? Uh, or next episode? I'm glad that uh, you asked. Uh, next episode, we're reading pages 218 to... Excuse me. Wow, no, we're not reading pages 2... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually going back and reading after. We have to review. We have to review. <laughs> uh, we're... <laughs> 4218... To to forty two ninety four. It's kind of on the short end, but it. I think that might be yeah, beneficial because we are like over the two hour mark. Yeah, now. I I I I saw this coming. I I but I, I had to like cut it the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that we were gonna get stun locked a bit just because of how much shit comes out of like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah okay. We just spent fucking two hours talking about it. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I would be lying if I said that I didn't feel, like, suddenly, like, uh, uncertain about, like, the, the future of the, of the pro, like, about, like, the future. Like, I, like, last time, I was, like, so bright inside, like, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome, and now I'm, like, what is this comic? Is this the comic? Like, what is this anymore? Um, but we can do nothing but blaze on, and I, I am still actually interested to see, like, where this is going, because, like, how the fuck could I not? This is so weird. Yeah. It's like a, it's like I've walked into the zoo and I've discovered like a new <laughs> fucked up weird animal I didn't know existed. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just, I just hope this wasn't like too, like this didn't come out as like too negative. Yeah, I, it, yeah, I, I, I did more dunking than I thought I would. Uh, I don't know. Just the transition is like what makes it more dislikable. I'm not, I'm not, I was, I'm not, like, uh, I don't mean to dunk on the comic itself, I just mean to dunk on, like, the, 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 the characters, which, you know, you can see there's, like, a fault of the comic to be, like, okay, now here's some shit that you, like, might, you probably don't have any invested reason to care about, and it might be too uncomfortable to go on yeah. with, but 
I I don't hate what the comic is yeah. doing. I I hate that I have to read everybody horny for Jake. <laughs> Understandable. Um, and I guess I should just fucking get used to it. Yes. Because I'm I'm wedded to this project now. Um. So I guess with that, uh, I I think that now is as good a time as any to uh to 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 bring us to a close. Sure. Um. All right. Uh. Well. Uh. Beloved listeners. Uh, you uh, you are listening to uh, season two of a Homestuck Whoa! podcast. Whoa! <laughs> season two. Um, <laughs> check us out on Twitter. Maybe I I want us to get more followers on Twitter, please. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes we say funny things on there. Uh, anyway, um, I am still Aiden, and I'm still John. Um. I still want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Uh, be be it new, be be you new, be you the OGs. Uh, anybody, anybody listening? Uh, cool stuff. Uh, shout out followers. Um, big shout out to Alex, uh, our our editor and artist, puts up with all of our bullshit. Um, and uh, he's awesome. And uh, catch us again next week uh, as we delve further into this waking nightmare. Uh, with pages 4218 to 4294. Let's go! Uh, see you... I keep wanting to to not say next week, because I know that, like, we said next week last time, and then it wasn't a week between the episodes, but uh, this one, we should see you next week, everybody. See you next week! (laughs) Alright. Bye-bye!